And welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything in the English language there is to know about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can follow the show, more importantly, at HEFPod on Twitter. Email the show at Frankfurt at gmail.com and you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash hefpod all the latest news and information on eintracht frankfurt in the english language to be found there i don't do this show alone especially episode 100 and uh, as per usual full panel uh nathan and st louis 100 how's it going Brian? <laughs> indeed i am good i am good middle of summer but you know i'm inside as opposed to outside Whew. Yeah, no kidding. And Roman in San Francisco, but currently in uh, ba- uh, Bad Vibble. Bad Vibble, exactly. Greetings to the 100th episode of the English of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast. Woohoo! That's super cool. That's exciting. Exactly. Yeah. I'd like to thank everyone who has been a listener uh, from the early days. When when I started this podcast on episode one, it was literally me in front of a laptop and a microphone for like 15 minutes, rattling off everything that there was to know about Eintracht Frankfurt. And then comments started coming in saying, hey, we'd like to learn some more content, perhaps having a co-host so that you can, you know, uh, be able to have some banter back and forth and you know we have our current set of everything from talking about Eintracht Frankfurt's recent matches the recent news and then of course hashtag what are we drinking uh, it's been a very fun ride and we thank everyone who has been along there for it from all the all the guests that we've had uh, since the podcast started thank you and we hope to continue to bring you the same sort of content that you hope to expect and the same Eintracht uh, talking points for all fans uh, in every single language there is. But of course, we're always happy to improve. So if you got anything that you want to let us know, bad or good, do so. Happy to Indeed. hear what you are thinking. Indeed. Places to find us in terms of doing that, that is at HEFPod on Twitter and hey, HeyEintrackCrankford at gmail.com. So, boys, first competitive match in the books, Eintracht Frankfurt in the second round of qualification for the uh, UEFA Europa League for 2019-2020. And Eintracht Frankfurt 2, uh, Flora 1. For me, I think that this is about as good as we could have asked for. Uh, could we have hopefully done a little bit better defending on uh, the goal that we conceded? Maybe, yes. Uh, but at this point, I think uh, this is the kind of positive result that we wanted. Uh, win on the road, taking it home, and uh, kind of job done. Second leg coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I would, I would not agree, probably. I was a little bit disappointed, actually, I have to admit. And, uh, and not for the result, right? The result like this and that situation can always happen. What I was annoyed about is that there were two little shots on the goal, you know? And I, I don't need to expect a lot, you know? I mean, I know they're in the middle of the training. They are, um, they don't even know whether the team is going to look like this in a little while. But if a team of those differences play each other, I just want a few more shots on goal, right? Maybe it would go, get to the same results, but... Um, 
in my opinion, they were, uh, I mean, the Frankfurt team was way better, you know, I mean, they did also play better, but then they had no, no intelligence on how to score. Right. Um, and if you already have those problems, then, uh, what's going to happen later on when you have a real opponent, right. And even like the Toro shot, I mean, it was super cool, but this only happens when you play Flora, right. I mean, he would never be that alone uh, um, and, and able to, to make it in any other game other right. than that one. Um, so that's what I was, I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it. The whole thing. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say like, yeah, we got to beat the shit out of the team or, you know, like we are the better team. We must be, beat them, you know, easily. I'm not saying that all I want, I want a few more shots on goal, you know, whether they go in or not is, is a different question, but that's what I was missing. Totally. Yeah. I should say that Estonia, uh, this Estonian team, is also, by comparison to Eintracht, kind of like most teams that are on the Baltic Sea, like uh, Sweden, Norway, and uh, Estonia. So these guys run in a spring to fall season. So these guys are already pretty thoroughly into their season. So they're just hitting, I mean, whilst we're still getting everything figured out uh these guys were rough and ready and there's not many leagues that kind of have that same format in terms of hey guess what we're mid-season and Mm. we're in mid-season form i think this uh, gives advantage to teams who run that schedule at least with the initial qualifiers and so this is a little trickier than it would be on paper normally if we both started at the same exact time yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I would agree. I mean, nobody said this would be an easy game. And that's not what I'm saying, right? We could have lost, right? I mean, we lost to Ulm uh, last season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but all I'm saying is I need a little bit more of offensive creativity uh, and not wiggling around with the ball for 90 minutes, you know, because we had the possession, but there was like no, no shot on goal. Kind of sounds like old Frankfurt. And it does, yeah. But um, uh, I mean, I'm still optimistic. But uh, just saying, what I what I was missing. I didn't get to watch the game, so all I have to go on are uh, reports and things. But how did Viedvald play? I'm curious because he might get some more playing time than than we would hope for. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really. Uh, my he didn't really get a lot of jobs, you know, so it's not that he was any challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, the goal, uh, it, it wasn't his fault, right? These things just happen. Yeah. Um, but his presence was okay. I mean, I, I never really felt like that he was nervous. It's what I kind of feel with Renault sometimes, you know, and, and I'm, I almost feel bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, for this kind of game, see, he's, he's good enough, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Like my, and again, I didn't see the game, but you know, uh, the, we're working with a slightly. I, uh, I, from what I've seen, we were working with a slightly different system and di- different players. So while we should have more shots on goal, I, you know, we're super rusty and not gelled, and this team is rough. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, Brian, what were you on. doing? <laughs> what did Amy yeah. do? Did Amy uh-huh. try to celebrate the hundreds uh, episode with with us? <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, needless to say, started sniffing around, and suddenly the <laughs> microphone got pulled out. Yeah, it happens. But 
I guess she's more excited about the fact that uh, as we are recording on uh, the 27th of July, that Sebastian Rolde has officially come to the Untracked. Gentlemen, I love this move. And it's on the cheap. And at Brunin.Befobeda actually tweeted us, uh, what are our expectations from Rolde? For me, I expect that with all the matches to be played over the course of the season, I'm thinking that he's going to be a major contributor, just like he was last season. And it's just merely a matter of time before he gets 30 appearances for this season, collectively in all competitions. That's just me, but uh, Roman, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Rode, I mean, he, he, he did a great job last season, right? No doubt about this. However, he always gets injured. So that's why I'm glad yeah. that he was. How much? How much? For how much do we know the amount? Is it two, three, or five, or six? Because the thing is with him is he's only good for maximum twenty games a year, in my opinion, right? Uh, because he gets. I mean, mm. uh, I, I'm, I'm happy if he proves me wrong, right? Uh, I would be the first one who, who, who would be excited. But yeah, I, I wanted. I wanted to see that, right? I wanted to see. I want to see uh, how many games, but for twenty seed, for twenty games, he's going to be a real good asset, um, and, and that's why I'm really happy that he got uh, that he got his um, uh, his contract. I know he's building a house in in, in, in Frankfurt or outside of Frankfurt, Bensheim, I think. So um, you know he's here to stay. He's not going to go. And um, welcome, uh, Seppel. I'm, I'm happy to have you here. So this is I'm I'm excited about the deal. Yes. Even though I might not really sound that way, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, well, do you have anything to add? Because for me, this is exactly the kind of move that we wanted. Someone who already is familiar with everyone on the playing staff and coaching staff knows the club in and out. For me, it's a slam dunk. Yeah, it's a it's a vet move. Someone who's uh, grown up in the Eintracht system, probably probably retiring here, perhaps. You know, 2024 is a long time for someone like him. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy he's a vet. He's a vet presence. And um, in our midfield, I think with his signing is pretty well established. And, and we have enough depth there for for me. Mm. So it's important to, to have that type yeah. of player, even if it's 20 games, which I would totally agree with. <laughs> and, it's, and it's all finally done right the whole like is he gonna come is he not gonna come how much you know like just like knowing that this check mark you know boom and that's yeah. already uh that's already good good for me yeah. just leaves uh kevin trump of all the loanies from last season to really be uh signed sealed and delivered for the entrap but we can talk about that a little bit more gentlemen it's time for our favorite part of the podcast hashtag what are we drinking roman what are you drinking Oh, I'm, I'm uh, it's Saturday, right? Saturday afternoon, so I'm allowed to have, have my uh, apple wine again. So, uh, Robert, thanks for for producing this wonderful piece of uh, beverage uh, out out in the woods here, uh, outside of the woods. And uh, yeah, loving my good old apple wine. I'm actually going to have some hand hand case mit Musik later on, so I'm giving the full Hessian uh, experience. Yeah, and I'm not going out tonight. Because of obviously, if I would go out uh, Saturday night, I would not eat hamkis with music. Those two <laughs> do not go together. <laughs> Unless you want to go out by yourself. Uh, interesting. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's really. I did that once when I was when I was studied in Bremen, and I was back, coming back home for the weekend, and like met with friends, and like we went to like the Appleboy uh, Appleboy uh, bars, right? And I, 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 what do I to do, right? I eat the traditional stuff that you don't get anywhere else. So I had like my nice my hand case with music, and you you do get a horrible breath, right? I mean, it's just like a really <laughs> weird. It's smelly cheese with onions, and you know, so it's um. And and then we went out in uh, in Sachsenhausen actually where was it? the club keller I think, and I'm telling you it's like pff, like every time I talk to people they ran away literally, and uh, yeah trying to find a find a nice good looking girl and you just know you smell like like hand case you know it's uh, it's not it was, it's not a good experience so from then on I said I only eat that if my company eats it as well and I'm not going anywhere else. So that's why uh, I'm, I'm staying home, but I'm enjoying my hand case. <laughs> Nathan, what are you drinking? Um, well, it's nine o'clock here in Central Standard Time, so I'm not having any alcohol, and I just ran, did a long run this morning, so I'm I'm trying to stay awake. So just some uh, cold iced tea with some honey in it. Nice. Sweet Brian, what are you drinking? What are you having? Um, uh, he's drinking orange and saft. Uh, and uh, next mm. up uh, for me, uh, as it is Saturday, and it's gonna be nice and warm. Need to cool off. I picked up this uh, new beer from uh, this new brewing company I've never tried before. Uh, the last time brewing company, and I'm gonna try their Kolsch Ale. So. This nice. ought to be a uh, quite an interesting endeavor. I've never drank uh, something from. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever had a beer that was technically uh, brewed at the longitude, latitude. Uh, what's the one that kind of goes up and down? Uh, anyways, uh, that has been so far from someone so far north before. <laughs> so this should be a very interesting experience indeed. Yeah. And I will be posting that on my Twitter at KCSG. So just watch out for the hashtag. What are we drinking? Yeah, sweet. In the in the brewing world, uh, the, there's a yeast out there that is from the northern latitudes, from Norway. That is like the like hot thing in brewing right now. It's called kvike yeast, and it's just a sp- a specific strain that has never been found before. And it was found at these three farmhouses in Norway, and they're all <laughs> slightly different, and they have like crazy qualities that other yeasts don't have. Um, they can brew up to like a hundred degrees. For, they can ferment at up to one hundred degrees. Uh, so it's. Um, I wonder. Opens if, a whole new world of opportunities. Exactly. So there's a whole bunch of people trying out, experimenting different things with uh, farmhouse ales, and even like I believe even like lagers. So it's uh, at high temperatures. So um, uh, I wonder if uh, that that place will dip into that. I've got to look out for that now. Now that makes. Yeah, that that sounds interesting. Yeah, indeed. So, gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for hashtag What Are We Drinking? Uh, up next, and second two, we'll talk a little bit more about rumors. Uh, Roman, uh, I think we'll go into a little bit of our favorite chance, and we'll hit some more social media questions. Stay with.
We're back. Segment two. Hey, on track, Frankfurt. Boateng. Kevin Prince Boateng looking to return to the Eintracht. Uh, this rumor does not seem to want to die, and trust me, everyone seems to love this. I'm a little skeptical, <laughs> but it's all really kind of depending on what contract is offered. So, Nathan, yeah, I think that's, where are you I at think with that's this? absolutely. Yeah, um, I I think it's because everyone has rose-tinted glasses with when he was here last time, and and doesn't remember that he's kind of a a very sinusoidal type player and. In terms of effectiveness, I like him, but I think our midfield is pretty well established. I don't think we need him necessarily. So it's all about the right money and everything. But honestly, I feel like the only reason people want him is because his connection to another specific player that's been rumored uh, um, from Inter Milan. So it, 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 like he's the intermediary between him and that player. So, um, I'm sure you yeah. might want to talk about that a little bit there, Brian, but that's that's my take on it. If we can get him cheap, okay, that's fine, but I don't know if that's going to happen, someone who just came from Barcelona. I think yeah. the move with Rebic is starting to cool mostly because of the fact that Inter Milan, they have still yet to move Icardi, and now the guy has said, yeah, I don't want to move anymore, and the guy is on, like... This, I think he's on the third highest wages in the entire league. So the dude, in, in last Inter Milan moves uh, Manuel Cardi on, uh, there's no chance that they're going to almost make a single move that right. is going to be of any substantial money, which is what would be needed to pry Rebic away. So for the time being, I think uh safe to say, uh, this could be a good move. And Buda, slang the balang. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm also, I, I'm also a little bit skeptic, or I'm not as, uh, uh, as high on on Boateng as many others. But also, he's a little bit older. But you know, he, I, what I really like, I love his character. You know, I kind of like this his attitude. I want to win. We can, yeah. we, we go out there, we kick ass, and then we go home. You know, that's kind of what I like, and I think that's what what many in Frankfurt are craving for. You know, this type of character. You know, we don't want the what we say weichgespült. You know, kind of like the um, uh, you know, fabric softened, uh, stuff, you know, we want, we want the hard shit, you know, we, uh, and, and, and that's what Frankfurt loves. And I think that that's what Boateng, what he shows. And I think he's still going to be a good, good, uh, a good player for 60 minutes. Right. So I don't see him on the 90 minute roster. Right. Obviously not. Yeah. Um, uh, but for 60 minutes, definitely he can be the one that changes a game, you know, maybe would we have been better Chelsea with him? You know, um, maybe, maybe he would have been that one player. You know, that that uh, that kind of channels uh, um, to the to the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm. But under two circumstances, right? Circumstance number one: not expensive, right? So he has to be uh, an, an affordable player. Uh, number two: he accepts that he's going to be on the bench a couple of times. Right, because what I do not want is if Adi Hütter wants like a fast, quick-paced game, and he feels okay, this is not for Boateng, or because of Boateng just needs a break, that he like does his oh, but I want to play, or you know I'm the best man in the world. If you don't, if you don't let me play, then you know, you know that he that he kind of yeah. like accepts a position um, 
where he is more of an on-demand 60 minutes game changer player. That's kind of how I see it. And if we if he does that, then hell, then I'm I'm super happy to have him. And also, of course, the sale of jerseys. I mean, <laughs> finally, you know, people can put a good name on it. And I think it's going to stay there for two more years. You know, he's one not going to go only, away after one year. Yeah, one can only hope. So that's our kind of take on the bulletin rumors. Let's get to uh, one of our social media questions before we get to uh, some uh, some little fun tidbits that we had. Uh, reaching out to us at, at HEFpod, we saw a question coming in from uh, Milan Dobricic. I believe that is uh, how it's pronounced. Uh, what, what what do you guys think of the goalkeepers we have at the moment? If we need a new one, who would be a good signing apart from Trap Cheers? Personally, I think that uh, with our current layout, uh, Ronald, I mean, he was obviously hurt, so uh, we had Vidvald in there. Now that we have, I think that we're in a good position to make the trap deal go through. And I'm now thinking that uh, that is of more importance than ever. And I was always very skeptical of bringing him in. But Ronald seems to continuously uh, be getting hurt. I mean, at present time, we have Zimmerman, who is perfectly okay with being second or third. And then you have uh, Kevin. Uh, before we had Kevin Trapp also in there, but right now we had Wiedwald and Ronau and um, one of the kids for the youth team that we have signed to professional contract. Um, I personally believe that Ronau can do the job, and whilst I so would he love can. to have he can Trapp, do the job, I think he can do the job. But yeah. the, the question it does seem that every single time he gets an opportunity, he gets hurt. And then we're just kind of—I mean—we're yep. left with Viedvald mm-hmm. as our backup, and I sure is—I sure shit don't think that that is good for us long term. And uh, yeah. I think—I think so it's mostly down to the fact that a uh, uh, Werder Bremen fan of a uh, friend of mine uh, happened to have such bad experience with Viedvald, such criticism that it's hard for me to forget about that and you know he was a part we loaned him out for the uh, Rook Ronda uh, last year to uh, MSL Duisburg and you know they ended up getting relegated so I yeah I think we <laughs> need to bring in Trap or uh, possibly else. look at, mm. at someone else and I do think that uh, Bobich probably has someone in someone in mind to bring in but i don't think that our current goalkeeping setup is going to be good enough for us to win the bundesliga and the europa league this year <laughs> it's, like, it's like the worst situation for Renault, no i mean like i feel really sorry for him and i i i change i also th- that injury kind of like made me okay now he's got to go or he's not ready for us right because i mean it's so sad you know you're like just getting ready you kind of want to show what you can you, and you need consistency, right? And then you get this—you get the chance to play uh, a totally beatable uh, uh, um, team, and then what happens is you—you—you uh, you, kind of lose, you know. Uh, you kind of get injured, and then you're out. So I really feel sorry. But on the other hand, maybe it's important to see because now we know we cannot rely on him, right? Do it once, okay. Do it twice. Uh, it's too much. So. 
uh, two seasons, uh, and, and this is going to happen more often if he plays, I would assume, right? So that's why we got to look for somebody else. If it's not going to be Trapp, then it's somebody else. I feel sorry for him. However, the, his bad situation is I don't think he can really uh, go to another team right now um, because he is not playing and he's not, not uh, and, and he's always injured. So he's probably even going to stay at number two um, because what is he supposed to do? Um, yeah. Maybe next season, maybe he gets a chance. I don't know. But yeah, we need somebody on that position. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, the, I think the market for keepers is probably outside of the Bundesliga again is what they're looking for. Because um, every, everybody who's, who is young and has some upside has, is kind of signed and locked away at this point in the Bundesliga. Yeah. I, mean, I think there's Mvogo, like the guy from the second goalie from Leipzig is in talks. Um, I think he's the only one from the, from the Bundesliga side. Uh, but yeah, I mean, otherwise they've got to put some money in the hand, you know, maybe they got to pay eight, eight million for a, yeah. for a goalkeeper. I don't know. Um, but I think they're doing something. I don't think they're going to go with this situation in there. I mean, obviously not. Wiedwald and Renault, uh, no. Yeah, not, so it's, uh, not for that. Yeah. <laughs> and Trump, literally, I don't know, you know. I, I can't say I really want, I mean, yes, I do want him back, but not under all circumstances, right? So that's yeah. uh, um, that's what I'm saying. Totally yeah, so. agree on that. Uh, so let's get to the last tidbit that I wanted to hit on before we close for our 100th episode. Uh, the rematch, the second leg against, against Flora. Um, what are we expecting uh, from the Waldstadion? Aside from a full vociferous crowd, I think that the team will be inspired to put in a goal in the first 45 minutes and that will basically bury the tie and we'll look to play the winner of uh Hungarian team and are we and also be looking to play against possibly Listana so I'm excited for it and uh I'm predicting a three to one win for the Eintracht yeah all right I would, I, I would, I would, yeah. Second, that we we gotta. I think. I mean, they're gonna be, they're gonna be, not scared, but they're gonna go into the Waldstadion. It's gonna be packed, right? They've never played in a stadium like this, in a situation like this. Um, for them, they're gonna be uh, just wow, wowed. You know, they'll be um, astonished. They'll be just the noise. You know, they're not gonna be used to it. And, uh, of course, it's going to give them motivation in the beginning, right? But then they're going to crack down. Yeah, I, I would, yeah, I, I just top it up. I say 4-1. Four, four, I don't think they can they can really um, sustain that environment for a long time. So I say 4-1. Yeah. I think we're going to see a few more shots to Roman's point. I'd say 3-1, three, 4-1, three, one, one, probably 2. Um, yeah. By the way, just a different question. Like, is Rode, is he ready to play or is he still injured? Like, is he... I thought they said it, he's been training. thought he said he was ready to go, but who knows? They might take it easy for him for a little bit. Hmm. I don't I know. See, this is what I got to find um, out. I'm curious to see what kind of fan presence they'll have since they're such a small team. I wanted to see 
Yeah, but and we're such a big city. I want to see how much uh, they bring to the table. But I'm also looking forward to our presence for the first yeah. game of the season. Pretty excited about that. I'd say it's kind of like similar as Wolfsburg plays here. You know, I, I would assume maybe 150, if even. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. And it's also, I don't, I don't think there's so many Estonians all over the world. Prove right. me wrong, right? Uh, happy, happy to see so. But um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that many of them here. Yeah. But then maybe, maybe, maybe they got, you know, sometimes these, they got a really small but strong fan base and they just get 500 guys, uh, you know, who knows. Yeah. Um, but I can expect something like Wolfsburg, yeah. which is sad. Wolfsburg, for Wolfsburg Augsburg, basic size to show up at the for the away contingent for the Wildstadion. I'm perfectly yeah. okay with that, and I'm perfectly okay with Eintracht moving on. I'm hoping that we get uh, the Liechtenstein uh, club Vadots, if only to make travel arrangements super easy. And uh, yeah, Eintracht yeah. to move on into the next round of the Europa League for qualification. So, gentlemen. That wraps up episode 100 of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. I would Hell say yeah. this has been a brilliant experience in terms of uh, where the pot has has come Super from. Quick. And uh, yeah, Roman, what are you up to? Where can we find you on social media? What am I up to? I'm going to the Frankfurt Universe uh, football match tomorrow. So I'm going to do a little bit of American football in Germany. So um, American football in Germany sounds great. Is I know, this I know. the successor Fra- to the Frankfurt Galaxy? Exactly. Yeah. So it's the former Frankfurt Galaxy. They're not. Don't ask me why they're not called. I think yeah, they had this kind of um, uh, brand name issue. But yeah, so they're called Frankfurt Universe now. They play in the FSV Stadion, uh, the same stadion, actually, stadium where they where we play Leipzig. When is that against BSG? Uh, that's also. And I got to find that out. Huh. I want tickets. And um, so it's there. And it's in that stadium. And uh, they even have like tailgate party, you know, and then they have this power party, which they used to do at the Waldstadion as well. And then the game is, I don't know, I think at five or so, I don't know. Uh, but that's going to be cool. So I'm going to do some American football in, in, in Frankfurt. So if anybody of you guys are out there, you can, if you're going, you can Twitter me at SFBay Eagles and uh, maybe we can get together and uh, have, a, have a pint of beers. Boom, boom. Nathan, yeah. what are you up to? Um... I'm going to today. I'm going to go to one of my favorite restaurants in St. Louis. It's a little place that has, uh, um, trying to think. It's bl- I'm blanking on it. It's a, a Bosnian Bosnian doner kebab. So mm. yeah, not kebabs. This is doner. So um, I love that place. It's almost like being in Europe. So I'm excited to go do that right after this because you they only have enough for like. I don't know. So they open at 11 o'clock on, uh, for lunch, and they're usually run out of food at like 12.30. So, there you go. Yeah. So oh, you can brilliant. find me taking pictures of that shit on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A. Yeah. <laughs> and you can follow me on, K- on Twitter at KCSGE, whereas as uh, recently was doing my own hashtag, what are we drinking at uh, the home of the Bundesliga, in Kansas yeah. City, KC Beer Company, and uh, our our occasional panelist, Emmy, the Golden Retriever, was also on display, begging for uh, sips of the beer because hey, it's not just Dad who loves that stuff; it's brilliant stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, indeed. So, ways you can get in contact with the show that is, hey, Eintracht Frankfurt at 
gmail.com. Send your emails that way. And at HEFPod on Twitter. Follow us on some Facebook at facebook.com slash HEFPod. So, from all of us here, thank you for listening to episode 100. And cheers. 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 Hey, I'm